This is Friends After Five, a podcast featuring two coworkers who will hop on this podcast after five as friends. We share our experiences as third culture kids while highlighting voices amongst our fellow Asians and people of color. And I'm Steph. Welcome back to another episode of Friends After Five. So, Tina, how have you been? I've been good. I just came back from a Vegas trip, actually. <gasps> I saw. It looked yeah. so fun. It was so much fun. Also, I love Vegas. So, to be back in Vegas <gasps> was so, so, so cool just to see like all the hotels and the strip again, see all the lights and everything back to normal quote unquote was really really cool and nostalgic so I do have a funny story about (laughs) something that happened to me in Vegas we went to the day club and we saw Zed I'm so jealous I know I love Zed I think he's so good and he's so cute he was wearing this like Hawaiian shirt yeah he was so cute (laughs) yeah so we were at the day club and Zed was on, and my roommate, we, we went for my roommate's birthday. She, We were obviously scoping out guys. So she pointed out a guy to me, and she was like, oh, that guy's really cute. And then I looked at him, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's pretty cute. And then I was like, but he looks so familiar to me. And at the time, he was, like, kind of further away, so I wasn't sure. But luckily, he just kind of coincidentally happened to get like closer and closer to where we were. And then myself and him, we happened to make eye contact and we were kind of just looking at each other back and (laughs) forth. And then I was like, fuck it. Okay, I'm going to ask him. So I went over to him and then I asked him, what's your name? Because the person he reminded me of had a really unique name. Okay. So I was like, is this the same person or not? Because they look so familiar. Mm -hmm. And so he told me his name and it was the same name as the person that I met two years ago in Vegas. What? Yeah. It's the same person. No. Yeah. So two years ago, I went to Life is Beautiful for a festival. And the day before the festival started, we were at like an alien thing. I think it was when that like alien... Area 52, they were trying oh, to invade. Right. Yeah. 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 It was around yeah. that same time period. So they held like an alien event for it. So I, I randomly met him there. And then we hung out a little bit that time. And so I just thought it was so crazy how my next time in Vegas, I happened to run into him again. <laughs> I was just like, what are the chances of this happening? Yeah. So we exchanged Instagrams. And then uh, we went on, like, a date the next day. So he took me out to eat for lunch. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Wait, did he remember you? Okay, no, he said he didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, wow. But he was just like, oh, but you look really familiar. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I would call it fate. But then I found out he was a Trump supporter. Oh, which gross. does not, yeah, which does not align with my values personally. I like don't understand why 
he supports Trump and not that I want to know, but he was just like, I don't think Trump is racist. What has he said that's been racist? All these things. I was getting so upset and heated. So I had to excuse myself to the restroom and then we just stopped talking about it. I don't even know how we got to talking about politics because you're not supposed to talk about politics, especially not on like a first date. But I think he knew I was from California. So he was like, oh, you're from California. I have to be careful of what I say. (laughs) So I was just like, this bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Exactly. (laughs) It was like a little fling. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like a little fling. Um, And then he's actually living in Brazil right now. So it's not like it would have worked out anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like lived or visited like 24 countries or something. Okay. Like, did he humble brag or was it like... No, I think I asked him because I knew I remembered like certain things about him from before. Oh, you're in your memory. (laughs) (laughs) My memory added again. (laughs) Yeah, because he didn't remember me at all or or like he barely remembered me. Oh, he... remembered your face quote unquote (laughs) I know allegedly allegedly but yeah it was kind of cool that that happened like I said I would usually call that fate but I think we're too different to to have any other like remaining connection to each other yeah it was fun and now you got one more Instagram follower so always (laughs) worth it (laughs) worth it in my book (laughs) Yes, that's all that matters. Yeah, be like, okay, you followed me. Okay, like we're good. <laughs> Alrighty. So in this week's episode, we wanted to talk about traveling with others, what we learned from this summer and our summer faves. We basically wanted to catch up and reflect. That being said, Tina, what are three tips you have for traveling with friends or family? Okay, so I've been on a few trips now with friends this summer. The first one being Seattle and then the second one being Vegas. So the first tip that I have that I think I definitely really learned the hard way was to prepare for the trip as early as you can. (laughs) And what I mean by that is try to book your flight or your hotel, Airbnb, your rental car as early as possible because the longer you wait the more expensive it gets Mm -hmm. I think the hardest lesson for me was for Seattle we waited a really long time to book our rental car and there was another group of people that had already rented one car so theirs was like super cheap and the rest of us had not yet so we ended up doing it kind of last minute because I don't think anyone was really thinking about it at the time just because it was so far away you know you kind of think oh we have time blah 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 and then next thing you know it's here so the rental car was pretty pricey just how much I think it was a hundred something a day <gasps> and yeah and it wasn't even like a van or anything it was just a five-seater but it was a spacious car at least okay. it was a Jaguar so it was still a nice vehicle but The other group that rented their car early, they got a minivan, I think, and it was only like $50 a day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. So they actually, you know, could split it amongst more people and it was cheaper, whereas ours was more expensive and we could only (laughs) split it amongst like the five of us, you know? 
So that was like a really hard lesson to learn. And we ended up not even using it that much. So yeah. yeah. But it's fine. It's just like, okay, well, we learn for next time, you know, definitely yeah. book all your accommodations as early as you can. The second tip I have is definitely temper your expectations because if you travel in a really big group, not everyone is going to want to do what you want to do. And you may not even be able to do a lot of things just because one, people, you know, sleep at different times, get up at different times, take a long time to get ready. You know, there's just so many obstacles that can prevent you from all being ready at the same time (laughs) or like ready to do something at the same time. Right. So... I would say if you're going with a big group and I'm saying like 15 plus or like even 10 plus people, then I don't even think I have that many friends. (laughs) Like I would not be able to even go on this trip. (laughs) Or like with family, if you're going on like a trip with extended family members. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say just be patient. Definitely. If you can't like do what you want to do at a certain time it's totally understandable because there's just so many people and you have to consider that when you're traveling with a big group so for us when we went to Seattle we were able to do a few things but I definitely didn't really get to explore Seattle and I did not expect to just because we had so many people so I think because my expectations were already set so that that way I wouldn't be so disappointed And so I think next time if I were to travel to Seattle again, it would have to be with a smaller group where we could be able to plan and prepare things so that we could actually go out and explore the city more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But all in all, the uh, the trip was still fun. I mean, the the whole point of it was just to spend time with each other and kind of explore a different city and a different setting. Yeah. So I think that was definitely accomplished. And and then the last tip is if you want to explore, do something that the group doesn't want to do, then just go for it. Like I said, it kind of like relates to the, the second tip, but not everyone's going to want to do the same thing. So if you're really set on doing something and you really want to do it, you're only in that city for, you know, you're already in that city. So might as well just go and do it if it's something your you're heart is set on. Yeah, you're only there, you know, once in a lifetime or once in a blue moon. So, yeah. So what about you, Steph? Do you have any tips for us for when you travel in a group setting? Yeah, so my tips aren't really from this summer because I didn't do that much traveling this summer per se. Um, But I just have some general tips from the past. So number one is don't be hungry. Or if you know you're going to be out doing something for a long time, make sure you snack in the middle or beforehand because – One time my family and I were in Rome and we were walking around the ruins, which is pretty close to where the Colosseum is. And it's allegedly like one of the seven wonders of the world. Wow. I didn't (laughs) know that. Uh You didn't know that? Yeah. (laughs) Neither did I until we didn't get to go in because at first I was okay. You know, we're just walking. The ruins were really cool. Like it was honestly really like interesting to just see how things were built and how they were still standing after all these years. But it was 3 p.m. and I was so hungry and my feet hurt and I just kept complaining like I'm hungry, like we need to leave, like I want to get food. 
So we ended up leaving and not getting to see the Coliseum from the inside, even though we had tickets. (gasps) (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, trust me, my family let me know. They they (laughs) (laughs) they let me know how they felt, which is justified, you know, because we're only there. It's not like we go every day. It's like we're only there for a finite amount of time. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you were my sister, I'd be so pissed at you. I would probably not talk to you for the rest of the trip. <laughs> no, my sister even tried. Yeah, she was really annoyed with me. We were just kind of, you know, butting heads that day. And like in the pictures, like I'm like, we're both smiling, but like standing a little bit like away from each other. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, you could see the resentment, but she even tried. Like she's even trying to take bad pictures of me. But like every time she pointed her camera at me, I'd smile. And some of those actually like ended up turning out pretty well. So backfired. But yeah, anyways, like back to the point, just don't be hungry. Or if you know you're going to be hungry, just plan accordingly mm-hmm. because yes. it can be a bummer if you have to leave from someplace early. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. And hello, you get hangry too. So not only are you hungry, you're in a, you're in a bad mood. And then that's going to obviously affect the group too. If you're in a bad mood, then everyone's going to be impacted by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, always be prepared. Mm-hmm. That was a tragedy on my end. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> a Roman tragedy. Yeah, literally. Um, my other tip is if one person is navigating, switch off or be very grateful to whoever is leading the group. So now I know how tiring working an eight to five job can be. And personally, I would not want to go on vacation and be the sole navigator if everyone was going to be like super ungrateful or like complaining. So my dad would obviously always lead and he would sometimes get stressed and walk super fast. And I probably should have been more grateful because now I know what it's like to work and have your like soul sucked out of you. (laughs) Like, let alone, like, go on a vacation and you have to, you know, kind of be the leader there, too, and, like, do all this research for everyone and everyone follows you. So, yeah, like, knowing that information, this summer when I went to Alaska, I actually tried to lead at times and I used my Apple Watch and it was not stressful at all. It was pretty easy to just, you know, kind of have it there and, like, we're walking. So just take that burden off people if you can or be grateful to whoever is leading the pack. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I remember in the past, sometimes I would try to lead and it did not always go well. <laughs> what do you mean? So I definitely understand being grateful for whoever's leading because mm-hmm. like sometimes the map is kind of confusing. And then when you start off, it tells you to go a certain way or it points you in a certain direction. And then I do have that direction and then it'll immediately redirect itself and then it's like oh I was supposed to go the opposite way so I know in the past people are like oh my god do you know what you're doing Tina blah 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 and it was like they were not being grateful clearly <laughs> so they need to listen to you stuff one they were not grateful and then two I was like oh shit like it looks like I don't know what I'm doing because I did it but at least I'm trying <laughs> like I'm the worst with directions so I don't even know like why I was appointed that responsibility but I mean there was help for sure because we actually got to our destination right not saying that I couldn't do it I'm just saying it would take a little bit longer (laughs) 
require more patience. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, you know, when you're on a trip, you need to be patient with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I do love that tip a lot because I don't, like you said, I don't think a lot of people realize how stressful and toxic it can be to mm-hmm. be the leader of the group and make sure you're getting to the right destination and like everyone's having fun and having a good time. Like that's all really hard. And my last tip is same as you research and book early because when we were in Amsterdam and we wanted to go visit the Anne Frank house, we couldn't because tickets were sold out for our time there. And we didn't know that that was going to happen. So we didn't get to go. I mean, hopefully we go back and we're able to visit. And also like if you're a student, I know me and Tina aren't students anymore, but sometimes you get free admission. So when I was in Paris with my friend, we randomly looked up the Louvre and it happened to be free that day. So we ended up being able to go and no one else was there for some reason. And it was so cool. We had the whole museum to ourselves, and we're just taking a lot of selfies and running around and it was like the most fun we ever had and it was free so it made it so much better okay Steph so what is the biggest fight or conflict that happened on a group trip and how did it get resolved so knowing me I'm super sensitive right so I get in a good amount of fights and that's something I know about myself because things that don't bother other people really run me the wrong way because I think I take things very personally and, you know, it's something I'm trying to work on with my therapist. Like, I I, I realize I'm still going to feel things, but I'm just trying to mm-hmm. see if there's a better way of handling things. So we talked about Tahoe game night. And then I will say, like, when I was traveling with my friend in Paris and Luxembourg, <laughs> towards the end of the trip, we got really annoyed at each other. Oh. <laughs> and really passive aggressive. Oh. <laughs> That definitely happens. When you're just just together with someone for so long, like anything they do just annoys you, even though it's nothing annoying. Yeah. 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 And I mean, before the trip, we would work out together every day. Um, We lived in the same house, but we weren't used to spending, you know, like the entire day with each other, like you're saying. I mean, it was still like a really fun trip, but at the end, like we were just so exhausted. And like, I still like keep in touch with this person and like, we love each other. Like, it's fine now. But I think... Just, I don't know, like if you're going to do a trip with just one other person or like, you know, a smaller group, just keep that in mind. Like maybe schedule in some alone time or like schedule time where like you guys get to pick what you guys want to do, like on on your own, away from each other. (laughs) Yes, I think that's why traveling with a significant other is such a true test of your relationship because you are stuck together 24-7 and you can you know, obviously get annoyed with each other or be in stressful or taxing situations. So just seeing how you both handle it and treat each other is really telling of the relationship and where it can go or not go. (laughs) (laughs) But it definitely applies to friendships too. Yeah. Because I know even on the Vegas trip we went on, I know some people, it was like a three or four day trip. And it was wow. just a small group of girls, but I know some of the people in the group were, like, ready for it to be done. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I just think some people have shorter fuses than others. Because I think I was I was pretty much fine, but I know 
others were telling me like, oh yeah, they were ready for it to be done. And <laughs> wanted to go home. <laughs> That's so funny. I need yeah. to be more like you, Tina. <laughs> I mean, I think because it's, no, I definitely get annoyed too at a certain point, but I think my maybe my views is a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably maybe do a week before. A week in I Vegas? <laughs> No, 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 not Vegas. I mean, just like on a trip with okay, like okay. the same amount of people. Or I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think for me, usually I'm like pretty chill and try to like just go with the flow for a lot of things. So things don't bother me as much for the most part. Not that I don't ever get bothered by things. That's good. And I see that about you, Tina. That's a really good character trait to have, I think. Oh. It shows a lot of resilience. I don't know about resilience. I'm. I don't know. I think it's just like, eh, like surfer vibe. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) like things kind of happen and it kind of rolls over you. And then to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, she like she looked at me the wrong way. Like now I have to hold on to this until we can address (laughs) it. (laughs) So Tina, what are some lessons you learned this summer? Okay, so this summer I've learned number one, definitely get vaccinated <laughs> because I know right now the state of the world that we're in, beginning of the summer, it seemed like, you know, hot girl summer, shot girl summer, vax girl summer. It seemed like everything was opening up, everything was going to go back to normal. And in a sense, it is still somewhat normal pre COVID, but As we've all learned recently, a lot of COVID cases are rising again due to a new variant that is a lot more easily transmissible and can also affect vaccinated people. I have learned of a few people who were vaccinated and got the and got COVID, um, unfortunately. Wait, which vaccine did they have? Oh, I don't know what vaccine they got. You need to ask. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the first thing on my mind, Steph, but... I'll ask. Um, it's actually Megan's mom, but she's doing fine. Thank goodness. And I know she was vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know that to keep things the way that they are, we need to keep getting vaccinated and doing our parts because, you know, 99% of the COVID cases were amongst unvaccinated people. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the, that statistic I heard. So... It feels like we're always so close to being free from this pandemic, but it's so it can so easily go back to the way, you know, to being shut down again. Right. Um, the second thing I learned this summer is if you don't have triple A, get it. Sign <laughs> up for it right now because it can be life changing. So short story. Uh, My friends and I, we went to L.A. and my friend was driving. I think she was like really tired or something, but she lost control of the car. We like spun out on the freeway. Yeah, it was really scary. Oh, my gosh. And thank goodness we're all okay, and we didn't hit anything. We just ended up having a flat tire, which is like, you know, the best thing that could have happened out of that situation. So I was the only one with triple A and they were able to come and tow us and get us home within like 15 minutes wow yeah so I don't know what they would have done had I not been in the car and there was no triple a 
um, because none of us know how to change a tire. And also my friend didn't even have a spare tire. So we didn't even have that option. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if anything, get AAA or if you don't have AAA, learn how to change a tire. <laughs> so nobody had insurance, like any type of insurance? I'm sure we have insurance, but I don't think... Oh, they offer the same like roadside services? I'm pretty sure no one knew like what is in their auto insurance. Got it. Yeah, Chipotle is yeah. pretty good about stuff. Yeah, and it's pretty cheap. I think it's only like $60, $70 a, a year. That's what I saw in my membership card. Mine's like two thousand, dude, or one thousand five hundred. And this was like, I I have no accidents, like no priors, like nothing. Um, uh, maybe you have like a way higher tier than me. <laughs> you probably have like a way higher tier with way better benefits and services and amenities than. I don't know, but I know I know like my family does like, yeah, we have like a pretty like. Uh, what's it called like all-inclusive like membership but mm-hmm. mine is not $60 <laughs> yeah well I have like the pretty ghetto basic membership <laughs> because so after the first seven miles of the of being towed it's $20 per mile oh yeah and then we were like what that's so expensive and then the guy was just like well you should have gotten like the higher tier AAA membership or whatever and I was just like ugh whatever i mean but you know (laughs) that's kind of oh that's like kind of funny i didn't know that that's how they did things i thought it was free regardless no exactly that's what i thought too but no we were charged 80 dollars to get home which isn't that bad that's not bad at all yeah at least we were close to home so it wasn't bad at all what about you steph do you have any lessons you learned this summer Yeah, I just have three quick ones. Um, Number one, like focus on your growth and yourself. I think the happiest and most successful people aren't looking around them. They're looking at their own path. And that's something that has been a really hard lesson for me to learn, but I'm working on it. And, you know, me saying it right now is me trying to be intentional about my growth and myself and just not be on social media as much. And I know I've said this from the beginning of time, but you know, like I'm going to try to actually follow through this time because it's not healthy to compare yourself to everyone that you could possibly have access to and to everyone you follow. It's just not fair to yourself and it's not even like a true comparison. Yeah. Everyone starts off differently and everyone has their own path. So just focus on yourself. And I also, second thing is I learned on the Mystic Michaela podcast, which I've been listening to a lot, which I know sounds really woo-woo, but I swear she has good things to say. She said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So what that means is like if you're super late, like every day meeting up with your friend, like it's how you do other stuff too. Or like if your room is super messy, like your life is super messy. So it's just something that I've been trying to internalize and work on. Um, and just not try to be as last minute, but I still am, but it's okay. I'm working on it. Yeah. Work in progress. Exactly. And the last thing I said is just forgive yourself and others. Um, not because they deserve it, but you deserve to be detached from that. So it's something I tried to do is I just pictured all the people that hurt me. And then I pictured myself like giving them like what, how they hurt me, like back to them, like saying like, thank you for this lesson. Like here it is. Like giving it back to the source of where that pain or hurt came from. So it was actually really good. It was really freeing and it's something I'm trying to just do moving forward. 
Oh, I love all those lessons stuff. Wow, they're way better than mine. I'm going to cut mine out. No, no, don't. Yours are more practical. (laughs) Yours are all like, oh, like, be a better person. Improve yourself. Focus on your growth and forgive others. Oh, God. Yeah, it was so good. I love all of them. And I'm definitely going to take those to heart as well because I definitely agree with all of them. And I know I definitely want to also focus on myself and my journey. Um, especially since now that I moved out, it's been different, but also a, like a new chapter in my life. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun, but also sometimes challenging in other ways because I've never had to do this before. So that's something that I'm working on adjusting to still sometimes. Right. But yeah, I love all those lessons and I hope that you can also get off social media or not be on it as much right I know for me that's like super easy to do because for me it is something that I feel definitely mm, takes away from how I view myself because it's so easy to compare yourself to other people I think it's just kind of a natural human tendency to do that and comparison definitely can take away your happiness Mm-hmm, totally and like you said it's not even a fair comparison it's totally a curated image of them yeah and their lifestyles so for me to just get away from that mentally draining process is just to not look at it I think that's the easiest way for me to get away from that kind of self-debilitating thinking because I already have enough of that I don't need more <laughs> seriously yeah so for me social media has never been a big part of my life if anything I want to be like more active in social media be careful what you wish for (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time like when something's happening I can't be bothered to take out my phone and record things Uh, oh no that's my first thought or even before I go to the event I'm like okay these are the shots I'm gonna get it's gonna be so cute (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm the complete opposite if like there's something exciting going on or you know people are singing happy birthday and everyone like takes out their phones and it's recording I'm like nah I can't even be bothered like someone else (laughs) has already done it someone else is doing it I can just watch it from there or like ask for it yeah that's my thought process true true okay everyone that wraps it up for this episode we hope everyone's enjoying their summer and staying safe you can follow us at friends after five on instagram and tiktok Tina at Tina Honey with two Y's. Me at Steph Cristobal. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.